Welcome in to the TNT Podcast. I'm Tanner Mounts. Alongside me, as always, Sean Tansky. We've got a good one today. We've got our first guest on. We'll get to him in a little bit. Uh, Joel Butcher from U92 will be joining us. Uh, but how are we feeling today on this Wednesday, Sean? I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, we just got back from the mountain lair where we got to see uh, Hall of Fame coach Bob Huggins in person. That's pretty cool. Uh, and then... You know, we uh, witnessed history last night, and we'll get into that soon. But, uh, yeah, no, feeling good. It's a Wednesday. Uh, yesterday was beautiful. The weather was amazing, and it's a pretty nice day today. Uh, usually February is my least favorite month because it's always so cold. But, you know, hey, I'll take these nice weather days uh, whenever I can get them. Yeah, tomorrow's supposed to be around 65, too, oh, but it might rain, so that might kind of ruin oh, it. But stinks. we're going to move, since we got a lot to talk about today, right into our daily heat check. I'm going to start. Mine's a little boring. Uh, but the Miami Heat have traded Dwayne Dedman to the San Antonio Spurs and a second-round pick, I believe it is the year, yes, 2028 second-round pick for just cash. They did not get anything in return other than salary room. Uh, it was just cash. It was just cash. Okay. Um, Dwayne Dedman, he has not played since his one-game suspension uh, where he threw he argued with coaches, threw the massage gun on the court. Uh, yeah. There's been, he has had a really bad year. Uh, I think the Heat have just had enough of him. They have a young center, Orlando Robinson, that they've they're just going to plug in, fill in for him. And then this also allows the Heat. Um, I gave him a, a couple million dollars in cap room, too, and another roster spot. Yeah. Um, know, so so I'm hoping that this is something that, you Pat know, Riley, come tomorrow's deadline. Pat Riley has some up his sleeve, I'm well, sure. We'll see. We've been saying that. Miami Heat fans have been saying <laughs> that for a while. But something interesting to keep your eye on for my Miami Heat. We'll see what happens. I don't mind it. I didn't wasn't a big Dwayne Dedman fan. You know, maybe just cut the loose weight off yeah. there. So, uh, but we'll move on to yours, and that was definitely the story of the night, and most likely will be the story of the week. Yeah. So my heat check, of course, is last night LeBron James passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the all-time scoring record. Uh, came after he buried a 14-foot jumper late in the third, uh, with 10.9 seconds left in the third, uh, and he uh, passed a record that stood for nearly. It's almost like 39 30, yeah, it's years. like 38 years so nearly 40 years a record that was once considered unbreakable and lebron smashed through that and now he gets to set the precedent uh so the next awesome thing we'll see uh when he eventually breaks 40 uh so that'll be cool to see but yeah no last night it was awesome uh, i was really tired yesterday and i was really debating on whether or not i was going to watch this game uh then i went downstairs i saw it on and I'm like all right i can't watch this and to his credit, LeBron was on fire like for that first half. Well, I knew- thought he was going to pass. I th- I legitimately thought he was going to break it in the first half, just the way he started. Yeah, you knew when he showed up in that all-black silk yeah. suit. Um, yeah. He got the fresh cut, the fresh fade, yeah. um, wore that, brought out back the headband. You knew, all right, he's going for it tonight. Mm-hmm. He's uh, going to make a joke uh, he, of everyone he, that spent all that money on tickets for yeah. next game. Everybody um, was there, man. So many people. Were next there. game is next game. The tickets prices were almost double because that was when he was favored to do it. Yeah, um, and so, it didn't happen. Yeah, no, you definitely could tell he wanted to do it last night, especially with just everybody that was there. I know he had family and friends from his hometown of Akron, Ohio, there for him. Uh, of course, Dwayne Wade was there, among other stars. So, oddly enough, it's probably because I haven't seen him in the public spotlight in a while since he retired from acting. But like, 
I didn't see Jack Nicholas there, and he's usually always there at Lakers games. Yeah, uh, but he, I mean, he's re- he's been retired from acting for a little bit. I now. know Phil Knight was sitting next yeah. to his kids. Yeah, uh, Snoop Dogg, I believe, was there. Uh, or uh, no, 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 he was just he sent a message. Yeah, th- he sent a message. Uh, Jay Z was there. Um, that was, was just cool. And then, of course, Kareem was there to pass the torch. Yeah. That was cool. And then uh, them stopping in the whole ceremony was really cool. LeBron dropped the f bomb live on air. But hey, man, after doing that, I don't blame. I him. was thinking about this when that happened live. I think the last player to ever do that on the Lakers floor was Kobe after his last game. It was it to hold the mic and talk uh, to the yeah. crowd like that? Yeah. Uh, it was probably Kobe after his last game with everyone around him yeah. like that. Cool moment there for the Lakers. Yeah, a moment cool. that the NBA will remember for a very long time. Um, I don't want to say that this is an unbreakable record because everyone thought that Kareem's record was unbreakable. Records are meant to be broken. Um, just it will stand for a while. It's just uh, uh, interesting to see like how much he adds to this. The, then does his precedent become the new unbreakable? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, that's, everyone's that's already saying that this one just, will never be broken. But That's just interesting. And you, you could never yeah, – like, They're can't made to be that. broken. Yeah, you can't say that now. It'll if Someone will do it eventually. It could be – There's only like – a handful of records that I know will truly be untouchable. One of them's like Cy Young's record for amount of wins a pitcher has ever had. Just because the game's so different than it was back then, that'll never be touched. That's why I think John Stockton's assist record will always be there too because with the way ISO's happening, um, I don't know. I just don't don't know if anyone will consistently be able to do that for as long as he did. But historic night in the nba very cool to watch um i'm known on this podcast being a lebron hater i put that aside last night and i was rooting for him took me back to my you know the miami heat lebron days um really cool to watch i was happy for him i'm happy for the league it's a big moment uh just uh, just a great night overall uh great career that he's putting together well um, i'm ready to move past the whole lebron jordan thing let's let's appreciate the last couple years of lebron's career uh but just a great night. I don't think you can be stressed enough how 38 years, close to 39, record no one thought would ever be broken. Broken last night by the one and only LeBron James. But, however, now we're going to move in to our next segment talking about the Super Bowl. And we are going to bring in our guest here, Joel Butcher. Joel, how are we feeling today on this hump day? Actually, I didn't even realize that. But, yeah, it is hump day, isn't it? But uh, I'm feeling great. You know, that nice, as you mentioned, Sean, that nice little surprise in the lair, getting to see Bob Huggins. That was cool. Uh, you don't – I mean, that stuff – I don't know how much it, how much it happens, I guess. But yeah, I, can't I feel like for, like, how awesome. small in terms of, like, this town is compared yeah. to other college towns, like, I feel like you would at least see him walking around once, yeah. you know what I mean? But, hey, but, as we learned, he likes to go to Kegler's on Thursday, so. I mean, I think – that uh, the, one of the most true testaments to how beloved he is in this uh, state and area is like most people know where he lives. Like I, I know, talk, where I was gonna I say know like, where I drive. My, my like, favorite restaurant's right by and, where he lives, so I pass him. Yeah, I pass. And I mean, I don't want to give all the details out, but like uh, he does have the giant. Like he doesn't try to hide it. He <laughs> no, has a giant flying WV. Yeah, WV. It's, it's a gate. It's a gated yeah. <laughs> gate fence. Yeah. Giant WV in you the know, middle yeah. of his driveway. You know exactly what it is. But yeah, so that was cool. Uh, and then you know it's just cool to come on your guys' cast, see what Thanks, you guys man. are about. I like the the outline you guys sent, very professional, <laughs> not scribbled, uh, handwritten in pen, uh, much like uh, some other podcasts I might know of around here. Oh yeah, maybe ones <laughs> I've created with uh, some co. Some Let's talk about that podcast. So you you just started it. We'll get a little bit of a promotion. It's uh, tell us a little bit about that one. Well, the podcast it's called What's Popping Right Now. That might continue to be the name. It might not. We don't know. We're still that's workshopping a little bit, 
But yeah, it's me and another. If you guys know Sean and Tanner, you probably know Jonathan Hamilton, or I'm sure. Yeah, we'll definitely have him on at some point. The man, yeah. Jonathan. If you're Hamilton. familiar with their content, but um, <laughs> yeah. So it's me and him, and then our producer Declan. He's a DJ here. Uh, I don't know if I don't think he's on sports staff or anything, but uh, yeah. So that's we recorded on Monday. It's kind of more of a variety show thing. Like uh, we just talked about, like we're we're gonna talk about sports and all that type of stuff, but like our first episode was netflix in like the state of like how bad like the shows kind of are and stuff Did you like talk that about like how they that new like uh password sharing software that they just came out we with. touched on that a little bit that's wild to me i know they did that. It, it's like uh, i mean and they're already stepping back on it which i think oh, is of, co- well, of course with, it, like, was gonna, it was gonna get <laughs> no one like that <laughs> but yeah like so but yeah it's kind of kind of like your guys show like you have a little opener your main segment then your little closer thing nothing too crazy uh but yeah we just our our uh feel for, or plan for it i guess be a little less structured kind of just have fun with it okay yeah. focus on the banter that's what i said <laughs> i said one of the first things i said i don't even know where it came from I just said uh, we put the banter on a pedestal, and I like that. I think that describes it well. We put it on a pedestal. <laughs> yeah, so you'll be able to find that one on all streaming uh, platforms, just and like this podcast. Yes. Here. And on uh, U92, I believe, you'll be able to yes, find we it. Yes, we are. Yeah, we're, I mean, I'm, I think our plan is to kind of follow mainly what your guys is, just, I mean, send it over to Lambert, get him on it, and then, but yeah, advertise it through U92. Yeah, and man. then I'm excited. I can't I can't wait. Yeah. It's <laughs> I mean, I yeah. really can't wait. We're going to have you guys on and everything. I'm trying I like my plan for it is like how I said the episodes are kind of just going to be like specific topics so like so people around the station that have certain interests I want to get them on to kind of be able to express their interests and maybe like some different interests like I know Sean we were talking about we want to do a Ferris Bueller episode. Yeah. I think it'd be fun to have you on for that. Oh, yeah. like, I would love to. So, but like yeah, find out some other people's like other interests besides kind of what they're known for around here. I think that could be yeah, fun. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait. Make sure you guys tune in. Yep. Add into the collection of United Two podcasts. But uh <laughs> the talent we have is insane. I know. Yeah, it's yeah. better <laughs> to have a ton because I yeah. I don't know. You yeah, can just find, find that just find that niche that you yeah, like. Yeah, at this point you can find whatever you're looking for. There's the uh Mountaineer Sports Podcast with Lambert and Blaine. Uh there's the Throwing Hands uh with, with Janowski, Janowski for yeah. all your mixed martial arts. And there's um, uh Hoopin. There's Hoopin, which yeah. is strictly basketball. There's um a political podcast on there. There's yeah, there's a ton all, of stuff for you. All guys. sorts of things yeah. that you can find uh for what you're looking at. Uh but let's move on to the Super Bowl now. This is what is going to take up the rest of this episode. Uh, big one coming up, uh, Tansky here. He's uh, you getting yes. nervous? Are you getting nervous? Yeah. So, like I told you last week, it was more about like, oh my god, we're in the Super Bowl again. Like, it was just it was surreal. And now this week, uh, you know, just thinking about it, it's like every day I I, I you know listen to other podcast like uh, the Eagles podcast, listen to every day, and then I'll dive deep into articles and then I'm doing research on like the teams and what each tendency is supposed to be. So yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's definitely getting more into that. Okay. It's, it's, it's game days coming up. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's always, there's always just to that, uh, you know, you're excited, but you're also anxious and it's amplified on the Super Bowl because it's the game you want to win the most. This is why every single player who's playing for both of these teams this is what they've done. This is what they've wanted their entire lives and this is what the coaches has always wanted their entire lives and there's a lot of uh you know just storylines in general to go in there and yeah no so it's um it's 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 exciting but at the same time i i can't lie my anxiety has been (laughs) peaked uh quite a bit this week 
and it's only going to be worse as it keeps getting going like i know this entire weekend it's just going to be it's going to be uh it's going to be a long one for sure i i, I don't envision myself uh getting a ton of rest this weekend yeah it's, it's moments like this that i definitely like being a sport management student i kind of is it, it's helped me to see like a or gain a newfound appreciation for certain aspects of this and like i just think of a guy like or i guess i don't uh who who is their gm like for is gm for philadelphia uh harry roseman okay so like just knowing kind of what that job entails and yeah. stuff like having a better idea of it i'm like man like because so much of his job the past let's see it was 2017 so that's yeah that's six years ago yeah so uh, yeah five five years yeah ago, five okay yeah, yeah five years again yeah games played in 18 so so yeah five like the past five years of his job has been like assuring everybody that everything is fine oh and God. it's gonna it, work yeah, out no trust and me, then the, now he gets to sit back and be like told you yeah but like it's just so impressive especially like as you get older and you realize more of the business aspect mm -hmm. of it and like how hard it truly is yeah. it's just so impressive to see them build so much like especially around that defense and then mm -hmm. you know get a guy like Jalen Hurts yeah. like right after you know, they thought that who they had at Carson Wentz. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah, no, see. it's it's amazing. Like, I read an article t uh, today uh, from The Athletic about Harry Roseman. And, like, I've, I've known his journey, but it's crazy. Like, came here in, like, 2010. Uh, and at that point when he was the GM, Andy Reid was still here, and he had final say over the roster. And then when Reid left, that's when he came. Uh, then he lost uh, a power struggle with Chip Kelly when he was here in 2015 and had, like, no say over the roster whatsoever. Then Chip – uh, got fired. Roseman came back, hired Doug Peterson. Then they win the Super Bowl in 2017. And then he tried – and that, that 17 team, it's completely different than this team as this team's young and they have depth and everything. That 2017 team was a bunch of veterans on, like, one-year deals. So he tried mm -hmm. to extend the window, made deals, and, you know, that comes crashing down, finished 4-11-1 uh, in 2020. Uh, they fire their Super Bowl winning head coach, have to trade uh, quarterback uh, Carson Wentz, who they thought was the franchise savior. I gave him a big deal the year before. Yeah, no, and there's a lot of people coming for him. They wanted him gone and everything. Mm -hmm. Hired Nick He's Sirianni. Strong, yeah, yeah, hired Nick Sirianni, a pretty unknown coach. Uh, and just the fact that he's been able to, like, from five years from a Super Bowl, you get the Super Bowl and you start to descend. Uh, you know, they made the playoffs uh, two years, even won the division, and then it just plummet, and they had to mm -hmm. rebuild it back. It's just crazy. I don't – it's 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 just – it is crazy. It gets the worse before I, like, it gets better. Trust me, like, I thought this Eagles team would be good this year, but I didn't envision yeah, I think this. everybody thought they I didn't, would be a I didn't better. think they were going to win 14 games. I didn't think they were going to – like, my goal coming into this year was see Jalen Hurts improve, make the playoffs, win a playoff game. And they've done all of that and more. So it's it's really insane. And it really is. I think that's why, like, I don't know, maybe I'm a little alone here, but, like, I doubted them. And, like, I just – Oh, I no. I, I wouldn't I, even yeah. say doubted, but, like, okay, it was the same thing. Like, I'm a Steelers fan, and when, that season when we went 11-0, I felt like I was the only rational human on the planet because I was like, we are not an 11-0 team. And whenever the Eagles started to go undefeated, yeah, no, they had like those once they started yeah. to get to like five, six, I was like, man. And then the whole thing with like everyone's talking about their mm -hmm. schedule and like, is it the strongest? No, but like the more they played and the more they just continued to just absolutely dominate teams yeah. and it never stopped. It, it's only gotten better in the playoffs, just absolutely killing teams. And it's like, man, I it's definitely 
it's it's not giving me the confidence to say like for sure like yes they are going to win this Super Bowl. Oh, but it's I, giving I'm me not at that like point they've either. definitely proven a lot more to me like it's in certain games too that I mean I won't bring up everything because there's some things I want to mention later when we get into certain topics. But like it's just it's crazy to see them really confirm that like Jalen Hurts like that this type of storyline you never see like yeah no ever. it's it's cra- like again like coming into the year like I like Jalen of course I like Jalen I mean he's an awesome dude. Uh, you know, I mean, you've seen his story unfold since college and just the way he handles himself and his work. I think I mean, it's awesome. But, yeah, no, last year was like his first year starting. It was pretty much his rookie year. Uh, and he had ups and downs. And, uh, you know, I thought he did enough to warrant them being able to let him t- try out another year. And, like, the biggest thing for him is, like, this was the first offseason that he had the same coaching staff return with him since high school like every yeah. year they changed like they changed it all the time in alabama and then he of course he went to oklahoma then he went here and then doug peterson and that, that his rookie year coach staff was gone at a new one so this is the first time he did it and he's really made uh strides so like yeah his his he blew everyone's expectations for him out of the water especially in philadelphia and I mean, where like the radio yeah. like where the sports media of course is always going to be on him and there's been hardly anything bad to say about Jalen Hurts. And I think this is definitely also like the first of many to come. Like I don't know, maybe not Super Bowls, but like seasons I, like this, yeah. where they make these runs and just destroy teams. Because like if if he's able to win this Super Bowl, which uh, I think I do, I, I do like the Eagles. I think they will win. But like if he wins this, like. What are you gonna be able to tell him? Like you're not gonna be able to tell him anything. No, he's yeah, done no, it all. I know he's do- like and. There's no situation that's going to be able to really scare him a ton. No, that's the biggest thing. Like, like he's poised all the yes, time. He's, he's faced poised. It all. He, he like <laughs> he never. It seems like he never wavers. Uh, like, and it's like he has that mindset of like, like they were asking uh, the, uh, another article I was reading. They were asking these Eagles like their favorite moments of the season and whatnot, and their people telling. And the last one they asked was Jalen Hurts, and he's just like, "Season's not done yet." Yeah, like he's like, he's he doesn't like, care yeah. what's happening. Like he, there's one more game he wants to win or go out and play. Mm-hmm. So that's just the. Uh, it's just really cool, man. It's it is really cool. Uh, yeah, you guys are kind of going off about the Eagles. Do you guys think then <laughs> that they should be favored to win? Do you think that's right? Yeah, we'll get into I, it. They are two and a half point favorites. I think they earn the right to be favorite to win. That's not to discredit the Chiefs at all, obviously. But yeah, I think going into this, uh, they deserve. What's the line? Is it th- two and a half? Two and a half. Yeah, I think I think they've earned that. And uh, <laughs> do you think that's an accurate line? Do you think it should be more? It's going to be a close game. It's going to be a really close game. Like I think. Um, I mean. Both teams have the ability to, like, they have the weapons and the star power to, you know, make uh, big plays and whatnot and run the score up. But against each other, I think I, I don't really see one team being able to fully run away with this at all. Like, I don't uh, see the Eagles being able to do what they've done the entire postseason where they hold teams under uh, double-digit points. I mean, they've only allowed 14 points this postseason. Uh because you're just not going to – Patrick Mahomes <laughs> is not going to only score once, if you catch my drift. I mean, the Buccaneers held in the touchdown list last time they were in Super Bowl. That's so. fair, but I've I have seen don't. a lot of people saying we could see a repeat of that kind of performance too. I don't really anticipate that. Um, 
I don't really on either, either but side. I wouldn't be that surprised. I think that's why. That's kind of why I think. So the like Eagles the biggest, like the the biggest, like obviously when you come into this game, it's uh, Patrick Mahomes and a really good offense uh, and versus uh, loaded, offense. like a loaded Eagles defense. Uh, you know, if you break down like the rosters, if you're choosing like position groups, you want quarterback goes to the Chiefs, offensive line goes to the Eagles. Wide receivers, you would go with the Eagles. Running backs, uh, I'd go I, Eagles. I'd go Eagles lately. lately I, I think, at least, I, I think the running their running game is better. I don't necessarily know if their running backs are all that better. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Tight end, clearly it's yeah. Travis Kelsey. And then you go to the defense, superstar uh, uh, Chris Jones, and then really good pass rusher uh, uh, Frank um, uh, Frank Clark. Uh, those are two really good players, but as a whole, you would go Eagles defensive line. Linebackers, uh, you'd go Chiefs because of uh, Willie Gay. He's really good. And second there, I think you go Eagles. So it's really hard to see. And then another thing is coaching. Like Andy Reid's been here before, but he's always been maligned with clock management. That's haunted him his entire time. That's why a lot of people who was in Philadelphia couldn't stand him when he was here because of his mismanagement of the clock. He's learned how to do that, but he's a great, you know, comes up with great uh, – schemes great uh game plans and everything so it's really hard like that's i think these teams are really evenly matched yeah i think i mean they are very evenly matched i mean they're both 14 and 3 they both are it's 50 percent now i this is something i don't know if this is normally like this but the matchup predictor has it's 50 50 even wow it's not normally like that yeah. okay i didn't figure i but i didn't know like super bowl maybe like they change, they like just make it but yeah, I think that's what gives the Eagles the edge. It's be, like because they're so stacked up, but the Eagles are just the more complete team all all around. And I think you pointed that out there is like offense. You could kind of go back and forth. Well, not like the things you mentioned, tight end, quarterback. That's obvious. Like, and then the Eagles' O line is like amazing. But they like they're close. They're a little close. But yeah. the defense. When you go to defense, it's just not even the same. And I mean, that's it's how many like, times have you said that the past couple of years with this Chiefs? Like, oh, the yeah. offense is amazing. Patrick Mahomes is amazing. But that defense. Uh, but they at least had a little more, a few more guys on that defense. See, like, but the, the biggest thing, like, they always, like, you could always argue about the Chiefs' defense. It's like, oh, they, but they don't have to be locked down because of yeah. the guy on the other True. side of the field of Patrick Mahomes. They're going you know, to be you now. know he's going to yeah. be able to. Like, if the Chiefs really just need that their defense to be able to get a few stops, got a few stops there, they don't have to be locked down because of just we've seen Patrick Mahomes just be able to win games in seconds if he has to. Like, he has that superhero it's, gene. Yeah, he's like him. quite literally like to where it's like even one second I'd be like ah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not comfortable until that yeah. clock reaches zero yeah. or the ball's not in Mahomes' hands. He's be, he's probably the closest like you know that people always talk like Rodgers or Brady or whatever but I think he's the the closest we've ever seen to where it's literally you can't have any time because it's yeah. just he, he could run it he could throw it to whoever they could, I mean, and, and I mean, and Andy Reid definitely gives a lot to that. Like they could run some crazy play that no one's ever seen before, and it's like, oh man, it's insane too. <laughs> it's like, and they're gonna, and Reid is going to scheme to get Travis Kelsey open regardless. Mm -hmm. And you have to, like, even if you sent, like, and that's the thing, like, if it's it's just it's so similar to how um, Brady and Gronk used to operate. Like for Brady, I remember, yeah, uh, I was watching. Uh, one of Peyton Manning's segments, and he was like interviewing Tom Brady, and they he was joking with him. Oh yeah, you Brady's like yeah, we stole how we got Gronkowski open from looks Manning and Clark had open. It's like they would do, they'd line up. Brady would see something in the defense, 
audible to him, and it would be like a rub route, and then Gronk's wide open on the play action. It's yeah. and that's and you know for Travis Kelsey, no matter what they use for him, it could be a simple again rub route where he's blocking, and then he's going out to catch. He's he's an animal, and that, that's where they animal. kill you with those types of guys. It's like obviously anytime they're on the field, there's a chance they get the ball. Yeah, but it's like when they come out in those situations, and you're you know you're training and your film and all your preparation kind of takes over, and you're like, okay, this formation, most of the time it's here, but like, and then maybe, they, they they just switch it up on you, like yeah, exactly. you, we know what you're you okay. we know what you're studying on film. It's like here's it's how chess. It, yeah, it's like I know yeah. th- it's like. You know, I study to know this. Okay, well, we study to know that you know that. Well, we study to know that you yeah, know that. Yeah, no. And it's like, and it's just who's better at it. And it's what and Reed has been doing his guys. entire yeah. career. It's And it's amplified and it's in like, the playoffs well, and especially the Super Bowl. I never saw Kelsey go for 70 on that one before, but <laughs> there it was. They figured it out. <laughs> All right, we're going to we're gonna go to what do you guys think the key is for both teams to succeed? And if those happen, who do you see winning this game? I'll start and then let you guys get back into it right away. Um, I think if the Chiefs can stick with the running game and, um, you know, the Eagles are going to make them have to run the ball, take Mahomes' arm out of it. The Chiefs at times have struggled to be patient, have uh, struggled at times to want to do that when teams are letting them do that. That's why I think the Bengals have really succeeded against them the past couple of years. Uh, I think if the Chiefs are able to stick to that, if they're able to get uh, Pachero going, if they're able to get McKinnon going, um, and even Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was just activated off of IR, so he's questionable for the game. Uh, we'll get to injury reports right after this. But um, I, I think with a healthier Mahomes now, uh, with them, if they can get a running game going, if they can stick to that running game, I think the Eagles have a very tough time stopping them with Mahomes and that experience in the Super Bowl. Uh, for the Eagles, though, I think they have to stick to what they've done all season, and that's you know pound the football, uh, not really go for the big play. You're going to see big plays on the other side and not feeling like you have to match that, not feeling like, you know, they just scored quick. Now we got to get out there and score quick. You know, stick to us. Let's stick to those three, four-yard run plays. And that's what it takes to get down the field. That's what it does. Um, and I think if both teams are able to do that, I think the Eagles' way of playing is a little bit more successful. I think that they're a lot more physical. They wear you down as the game goes. Um, I think the line of two and a half is a good line. I think that's how it plays out and I would not be surprised if they win by three or four yeah no I think that's uh those are really good I think for the Chiefs uh the way to win this game is uh do what they've been doing all year and that's with their balance offenses finds what's working in this game I mean they're clearly going to come out in their first 15 plays that are always like scripted and what they practice every single week and that's what they come out um and then after there, see what was working on that drive. If they had those chunk plays, if there was passing plays, uh, or if they were able to run the ball, I think they're going to have to rely more on Mahomes uh, passing more than their running game just because I think the Eagles' depth at the defensive line, uh, it's hard to run on them. It really is. Uh, so I think they're just going to have to go out and you know rely on Patrick Mahomes. That's basic as that sounds. That's how yeah. they usually I mean, win the game. And then, you know, for the Eagles defense, it's, yeah, they're going to have to do what their strength are, is that's getting after Patrick Mahomes. So it, so Chiefs going in, they know that. So I'm interested to see if they're going to just continue passing the ball, knowing that that pass rush is going to be staring down Mahomes every and single time. What is, like, the the status of the receivers? Uh, I, yeah, I was yes. looking here. I mean, I, I, I don't know if you wanted to get to that later, but – We can jump I into it right now. So I got Well, I can get – my opinion, because you know, I'm not saying anything yeah. that polarizing, but yeah, I think I'm mainly agreeing 
with what you guys are saying here. I think it's going to be the Eagles, but I think it's going to be like kind of what you were saying, Tanner. They're just going to have to play the way they've been playing. I mean, I, I, looking at the Chiefs games, they lost. Uh, the three games are the Colts, the Bills, and the Bengals. So the that Col- Colts game was such an enigma too, because Kelsey like fumbled it with a couple but minutes the left. Commona- yeah, the commonality I'm seeing here is that the teams they struggle with are defense. In the Colts, because the Colts' offense, we all know, it atrocious. But, but that, that defense, defense was, was really good solid. this year. Like really good yeah. this year. I mean, this this final score twenty to seventeen. So you know, they hold the Chiefs that Chiefs offense only twenty points. And again, they probably should have you know, in the layman looking at it, think, mm-hmm. oh, the Chiefs are going to win by a hundred. Mm-hmm. But then you know, the Bills, who their defense, I mean, great defense, number one in the league last year. Um, you know. Had some injury struggles this year. So good defense and then also a good enough offense to keep up. And then that's kind of the same how I feel with the, the Cincinnati losses. Like their defense, while not as good as uh, the Bills or even the Colts maybe, that offense is good enough to keep up. And so I think that's what gives the Eagles the edge is that defense is just insane. Yeah. And they stop big players. Then- like Darius Slay, I remember watching uh, – I had – or no, I was playing someone that had Justin Jefferson – uh, in fantasy football, and he held him to something like yeah, forty-eight week, yards, yeah, and I was two, like, "They shut him down." Yeah, like, why is no one talking about this? Mm-hmm. Every, I mean, Justin Jefferson's the talk of the league every single game because he's he's going for two hundred yard games, or he's making this catch, or he's getting open, and he just had nothing he for Darius Slay the board, yeah. in the Eagles' uh, secondary. So that's what I think gives the Eagles the edge. I think it'll be, I could see them kind of winning by a lot, but I'll go. They win by 14. Yeah. I think that for the Eagles' solid. offense, I think their game plan is their strengths. Use that yeah. running game. Use, like, the reason why I think, like, you, the toss-up with the running backs is it because I think it's more just their scheme and run game itself, not necessarily the running backs that they have that is so good. It's just the way they scheme up everything and how they use the run. I think if they could do that, uh, they'll be able to control the game and control the clock and everything. But – same time like even if they then do that you're gonna have to have the defenses play up a little bit you're gonna have the, your safeties coming in and then that's where they could kill you mm-hmm. with an rpo that's where they could send Devonte smith aj brown dallas guarded long or just find cracks in the defense there so it's really interesting to see and i think that's really going to be dictated on who gets a uh, ball first and definitely like yeah. eagles every time they've won coin toss this year they've deferred and every time they Loss usually teams make them get the ball first, and that's how they like to do. Like, Eagles have really been dominant this year by taking a lead and then just running it up on you. And I don't necessarily think they could do that against the Chiefs, but you know, well, I, who, who knows? But if they get that lead on you and they start running it against you and you, they start making your defense tired, I mean, we saw it against uh, the 49ers in the championship game. Uh, they were starting to run down the hill. 49ers defense was getting gassed and tired, and they started making penalties and whatnot. So that's really dangerous uh, for the Chiefs. So they're going to have to throw the Eagles' offense off of their rhythm. Yeah, I, th- I think it's really going to come down to the team's kind of off games. Like the, the like the focus of the game, I guess, for lack of a better term. I feel like there's a better one out there. But the focus is going to be this Chiefs' offense versus the Eagles' defense. But yeah. I don't think that's necessarily going to be what decides it. I think it, what decides it is going to be how good the other parts of each team could be. Is is it going to be? Is are the Chiefs defense? Is the Chiefs defense good enough to hold off the Eagles' offense enough, or is the Chiefs' offense or is the Eagles' offense good enough to you know keep up and keep scoring? Like so, I mean, you know how sports work: keep scoring so yep. they can score yep. more than the Chiefs. 
But yeah, I think that's where this game is going to be interesting because that that Chiefs offense, Eagles defense is going to be incredible to watch. But yeah, I don't know if big, that's necessarily what it comes a down. Big to. reason is is in the trenches. Like mm-hmm. Eagles, great defensive line versus Chiefs, really good offensive line. And it, Eagles really good offensive line versus a couple star players that the Chiefs have. So it's really it's really going to be interesting like which units come out on top. Yeah, Absolutely. and you know, getting into the injuries, you kind of talked about it. Uh, Chiefs, Andy Reid was asked a lot about it uh, Monday during the opening yeah, night the of media, the Super Bowl yeah. during the media day. Uh, things that were found out: Lajarius Sneed is uh, cleared concussion protocol. That's so huge because he's their best corner. He's really good. Um, he will be back. Juju Smith Schuster is probable as he has been practicing. Um, same with Tony. They've both been out there practicing. Most likely going to get those um, players back, barring any setbacks during practice. But Andy Reid said it's looking good, moving in the right direction. Um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was just activated off of IR. Um, he's still questionable, but he's been he, he participated in the first practice. Um, and Willie Gay Jr. is still questionable, I believe, with the they shoulder need, injury. They need him. Um, he, he he went out there, practiced a little bit. It was a very limited practice. So him and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire are still questionable. However... Miko Hardman, which was expected, was placed on IR. He will be out. He wasn't expected to play. Um, no big shocker there. For the Eagles, not much of anything. They kind of had a couple questions. Landon Dickerson, he's most likely going to play. Um, yeah, he, he, did hi- not. Yeah, he hyperextended his uh, arm, and he would left the uh, 49ers game early, but uh, MRI came back negative, and they said oh, he should be good to go for the Super Bowl, according yep. to Adam Schefter. Uh, Lane Johnson is playing. Um, there was a little bit of question around him. There and then no doubt he was not He was not missing this game. Yeah, and then Cam Jurgens, Avante Maddox, Robert Quinn uh, all did not practice, so they instantly go to questionable, but it was reported that it was supposed to be rest, so they're probable. Um, so not much for the Eagles there. Uh, but still some question marks to watch for the Chiefs. So with this report, with them getting their receivers back, Joel, how do you think that Patrick Mahomes and, – and he was asked about his health too, about that angle, um, and he said uh, he feels healthier than he was last week. Um, he's not 100%, but he definitely – I mean, he looked fine last yeah. week. So if he he's is dominant. healthier than he already was last week with these wide receivers now, what does that do for the Chiefs offense? Uh, I mean, just them having their confidence and having these guys back, that's going to be huge. I, th- I think that's really where the main thing – kind of affects them but also just in the sense of having be able to have more options i mean the more options they can have to throw at this eagles defense and like more in, in the sense of like decoys and like be able to run plays you know to like you know give it to hardman to set up for kelsey or give it to you know clyde over to to set up uh qb jar you know whatever you know what i mean but like have these guys out here to set stuff up that's what's going to be the most important um but also just i mean Juju is a guy they go to a decent amount. Uh, Miko Hardman, not too much, but or at least in the playoffs, uh, I noticed not a, a ton. Uh, I mean, I'm sure that injury, uh, you know, adds a lot to that. Yeah, I think but, the Miko Hardman yeah. injury more is from a returner ax- aspect. He was a big punt returner. Um, I'm not sure if he returned to kicks too, but I know punt returner. Um, he's been more of an explosive yes. player. That, for, but that's what that reminded me of is, or I guess in terms of what I think that means for the Chiefs is. Uh, special teams is going to be a huge opportunity for them to make plays with, with Sky Moore. Uh, I, that was him, right, last week that was really – Yes. Okay, I, I thought so. I, I figured I had that right. But, yeah, Sky Moore, he was playing good. I could see him really being dangerous, breaking out for a score like when you least expect it. Um, and then, you know, a lot of Valdez Scantling usage as well. They used him a lot last week. I, that's what I would see, you know, a little bit more of that. But in terms of, uh, you know, what their um, – 
healthiness. Uh, <laughs> their health. <laughs> their yeah. health. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there, there. That's the word. Health. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing uh, what can leave your brain when the microphone's right in front of you. But, uh, yeah, in terms of their health, I think the biggest thing it adds is just that confidence and be like, okay, we, we have these options. We are going to be more like what we are day to day. Yeah, I think I think getting Patrick Mahomes back in a rhythm with those players, definitely, um, yeah. and then taking some of the stress off of Kelsey as well. And you know, no matter what teams, he's going to be the focal point yeah. uh, for the defense, taking him away. But we've seen him, regardless of that, do what he does. You're gonna be you're, you're expecting a big game from Kelsey. However, now getting Juju and Tony back, we've seen them be able to um, be receivers that are capable of making the big play. Tony almost had that great catch um, last week. Uh, or two weeks, yeah, I guess now about a week and a half, two weeks ago against the Bengals in the AFC Championship game. So they're now more than capable in the wide receiver play to make a play, go out there, make that catch. Because you know Mahomes is going to put it on him. Mahomes is going to give him a chance to do that. Um, so now you're getting receivers that are capable to make those big plays, uh, which I think they'll need uh, with the Eagles' run game and burning the clock and things like that. So you know, I like to see a healthy team. I don't I, – I, on both sides, I like – uh, I mean, it's a shame that Miko Hardman's out. I wish nobody uh, would miss – because missing the Super Bowl has got to yeah, be one that, of the worst feelings sucks, in the man. world. Yeah. So um, I'm glad that the Chiefs are getting healthier. They still have a full week of practice to do that. Um, we'll keep you updated on the podcast coming up on Friday if we hear anything else about these injury reports. Yeah, that's, but, that's like when the big injury reports happen. That's when you really yep. know someone's leaning towards playing or not. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we'll move on to more of a fun segment here to end it up here. And that is Super Bowl prop bet picks. Um, these are huge for Super Bowl. My family and I, we always kind of do something like this. We pick and see who can get most right. I'm going to keep track of what we pick for each one. Okay. And, uh, like a little it. bit of bragging rights uh, yeah, yeah, after the Super Bowl when we do this. There's some fun ones on here. There's some football-based ones. There's a commercial-based one. Um, so, you know, we'll just jump right into it. Some of them we can talk about, you know, uh, the statistics behind them and all of that. But I just want to say, though, tired – is oh I I only like watching the Super Bowl for the commercials. Wired is what getting into the Super Bowl simply for how absurd yeah. these bets get. Yeah, no. like you don't have to know anything or like football at all to There's get so interested much, yeah. in. This. I you can it's win insane. so much every money year yes. just by yep. watching. Every yeah. year, every year, no matter who I'm with or whatever, I f- make everyone fill one of these out, and I said. Mm-hmm. A lot of these aren't in football base, and the ones yeah. that are, just guess. But here, the thing with these are, when you have everyone filling them out, it keeps you then entertained. Like, who normally cares about the coin flip? Nobody does. Mm-hmm. But, like, on our second yeah. one here, heads or tails, you know, everyone's sitting on That's the edge huge. of their seat. Which one's it going to be? The people, National Anthem. People live and die by heads and The tails. National Anthem. People record it to see how long is it going to go. Like, all oh. of that. The, the, the Gatorade bath at the end. What color is it going to be? Like, yeah. Hey, yeah, I got a buddy that's a janitor down there. He timed it. said about three and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it makes everything more fun. So, we'll jump right into it, and we're going to start with the coin toss. First one being, who wins the coin toss? Which team wins it? Not heads or tails. That's the second one. But which team wins the coin toss? Uh, I'm, I'm Chiefs. The Chiefs, I'm gonna say w- Chiefs, the Chiefs will get to the Chiefs are the quote away team, so they will yeah. get to pick. So I think um, I think the Chiefs heads or tails. Yeah, I think, I think that I don't know that like uh, all these I'm going based strictly off feeling. Maybe I'll throw out a stat there for some of them, but like it just feels like the uh, thing for the Chiefs to w- go out win the coin toss and start like that and get everybody. Oh, they, uh, they want it. What's what's gonna happen? What are they? Are they gonna defer? Oh, 
They they decide to go with the ball. Oh, oh that's over. It's, it's so over. funny. Like you said, there's so many things you could bet, and then like you could be so upset within the first oh. two <laughs> minutes of the game when yeah. you bet when you bet the wrong thing. Oh. That's yeah. the funniest thing too. Is like <laughs> like I'm gonna if you guys are going kicked off. Oh, if you guys over. are going Chiefs, I'm gonna go Eagles just because this yeah. one is literally just a 50-50 one. So you I'm gonna I'm it. gonna try to get the point over you guys for that oh, one. Okay. So I'll go Eagles. I'll be rooting for the Eagles to win the coin toss. With that being said, so you guys are having the Chiefs win the coin toss. What are they picking, heads or tails? Uh, so whatever you, whatever they pick is obviously what's going to happen. So what are they picking? I'm going heads because I saw that stat where, like, tails is, like, the favorite. I saw, like, like so many people put it down for tails. I'm going to go heads just because, hey, if that happens, I could probably get more more cash. Oh. I will say, I will say, if I'm betting, I shout do not out, take, do not take my picks as betting advice. Shout yeah, out, please my, don't. Yeah, please shout don't. out my old varsity uh, football coach and statistics teacher in high school, Coach Shalot. Um, this is mutually exclusive, so the uh, fact that the fact that uh, I believe like the last three or four have been one way or the other, I can't remember which one it is, and everyone's saying, oh. Oh, the other ones do. Yep. The other ones do. This uh, is mutually no. exclusive. It is still fifty-fifty, no yes. matter what. So it is. It doesn't matter. Uh, well, one thing we mentioned today is you know how much of an analytical genius Andy Reid is, and if any, if I know anything about Andy Reid, it's that he knows tails never tails fails. Never yeah. fails. That's yeah. what I was and he, say. that's what he's going to tell Patrick when he goes out there. He's going to go listen, pal. Some things are real complicated. Some things ain't complicated at all. Tails never fails. Tails never fails. Look it out there. (laughs) So Sean is the only one going heads on that one. Um, The next one that we'll be moving to will be the national anthem. This is one. This is my family's favorite one. We always debate. I had no idea Chris Stapleton's performance. Yes, Chris Stapleton will be doing the national anthem. The over under is usually always two minutes. I thought it was Rihanna. She's She's half half time. Oh, half time. Okay, I wasn't looking national. Okay, yes. No, I have my I'm reasoning. I have my reasoning behind what I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna write your guys' picks down before I say my reasoning. I will go last, so that my reasoning does not help you guys. Do we know what it tip is? It typically over, or is it typically? It's under? usually back it's and usually, forth. Okay. It's usually back and forth. I'm gonna go under because Chris Stapleton, you know, country singer. Those guys, I feel like, you know, when you get a singer in that type of style, they tend to not go as you know, broad, and they kind of go more for, like, the tonal aspect of their voice. And, like, when you get some of, like, the the female, like, the the real, the big boomers that really have that voice, like a, like Lady Gaga when she did it, like someone like that that can really boom and really show off their voice, I feel like that's when it kind of goes over. But a guy like Stapleton, I, I don't know, I could just see him, I could see him going, you know, a little long, drawn out on some of them, but, uh, that's what, you know, so I see him I, keeping it short and sweet. I'm going over because I could see him really doing yeah. long, drawn on some things, so that's what I'm going with. And yeah. I don't listen to him a ton, so that's just, I'm, Chris this Stapleton, is purely conjecture. Chris <laughs> Stapleton once performed live a seven-minute version of Tennessee Whiskey with all the riffs oh, that he performed. Oh, Staple- that's, I see, uh, I, I uh, know it's country. Written down. It's written down. <laughs> no, I know that. No, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping I'm under, but over. I hadn't really thought about that being Chris Stapleton, and that's a very long, yeah, slow. Um, but I can also see him just like being the quick, like cutting it off, yeah. getting through it. Yeah. Like, I, so he's also I, a big I mean, football fan, so maybe he's like, let's get yeah, this, so let's get this let's game get this started. Going. I don't know. We'll be, we'll, we'll be timing that one for sure, um, and we'll be seeing how that one plays out. So now this is another big one that everyone bets: the opening kickoff. Will it be a touchback or will it be brought out? The favorite for this one is brought out. It has happened about 60, per, 60 to 65% of the time in the Super Bowl. Uh, the team brings it out for the opening kickoff. That's crazy. I'm going touchback. Uh, I don't know. Just who me. is the Eagles kicker? Jake uh, Elliott. Jake Elliott. Jake Elliott. Okay. I'm going to go touchback too. 
uh, although I don't know too much about Elliot Harrison Butker, he's got a boot. Yeah. So Jake Elliott's I, a really good. Guy. I was gonna say I imagine Elliott's pretty dang good. So yeah, I'm gonna go touchback. I'm gonna go. They bring it out. Um, I think both teams. I think it's a straight. Like I think they put it in the end zone with like, but they're not gonna kick it out. They're gonna dare yeah. you. All right, we're gonna kick it a couple yards deep That's into fair. the end zone. I could see that. Let's yeah. dare you to bring yeah, it out. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Because start the game like that. You yeah. get you get hit at the 15 yard line. Like that is big momentum play coming out. Like that lights the defense up. I mean, like, starting you see, out having to make a decision. You see your special teams yeah. come out there, light someone up right away, not miss a tackle. You're getting great field position. Yeah. Like yeah. it could also be like Devin Hester when he yeah. returned. Yeah. It so I mean, like it's a it's a risky play, but I think they bring it out. Um, and we'll see that. Um, the next question that we have, how are the first points scored? So this is type of scoring. So this could be safety, touchdown, or field goal. Uh, I'm just going to say whoever has the gall to put it on safety. Awesome, man. I hope you, hey, <laughs> hope, hope you get that money. 2015, was it? They cashed it in 2015? No, it was uh, 2014. They might not be too far 13. from you. 13? 13. Oh, uh, that uh, was the 2013. So technically 2014. Yeah, 2014. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'm I, gonna go. I think it's touchdown. I think, I think touchdown would be the first score. Yeah, the, this stuff right here is why I try not to bet too often because yeah, it this just, is like if I had to do a parlay yeah. of all of these, I would. I think my brain would short circuit because well, I have to think just, about everything. I think of the alternative. Like when my friends tell me their bets. And stuff, and I'm able to see it from like that perspective. I could be like, "That's like that's stupid. Why would you ever bet that?" But then mm-hmm. when I, it's, I think yeah, about when it, you're thinking it, yeah. And I see it, and like I see the like some of the bets they put in there, and like, like, oh dang, oh, I should have done never, it. Yeah, like, yeah, that'd yeah, be yeah, so, yeah. But it's more just like, oh, that'd be so fun if that happened like <laughs> that. And then you're like, and then so like, I why read, didn't I think of that? Yeah. I'm reading here. You know, the Eagles they were uh, number one defense in the regular season on takeaways and sacks. So I kind of want to go crazy here. And I mean, and also, you know, Jalen Hurts running quarterback, he could be prone to fumble. So, you know, that yeah. goes both ways. So I will say that the oh, the first point scored is going to be off of fumble safety. So safety. safety. So, yeah, safety. Wow. Safety wow. I'm going to go safety. I want to go crazy. Wow. I could see that. I could see I'll tell it, you, you what, know. Joel. I'll tell you what. I will I give you two points for that if that happens. I respect. Right. I'll give I you double points for that. that. Because now that it's in my brain, I could just – I see it. I see it. Like coming out, like maybe they return it and don't get – as many yards it's or like a decent return. It's so much more if that's like the second points of it. Like all <laughs> this excitement and I, everyone's talking about like how the efficiency and how masterful these offenses are. I think boom, the most bubble. I think the most probable way that that happens is one of the teams gets a stop. Like they bring it out or a penalty backs them up and they have to punt a three and out. They have to punt from their own yeah, end zone. Perfect blocked punt, out yeah. of the perfect back of the end zone. Yeah. I think that's the most likely way that that happens. But hey, I did I say fumble safety, but the bet is safety. Yeah, so safety. Any safety. Any safety. Yeah. I just I I happen to favor fumble. But I went any. field goal. So Sean, are you going touchdown? Yeah, I said touchdown. No, yeah, I didn't yeah. hear you on that one. My B, my B. No worries. All right. Next one is how will the first touchdown be scored? Rushing, passing, defensive, or special teams? Uh, I think rushing, just because uh, if, if for whatever reason if the Eagles sorry. get the ball first and they do, uh, get it, the, the, I think they're gonna score with rushing. It's how they done it on all of their playoff games thus far. Yeah, I'm also gonna go rushing because I don't see. I mean, unless it is that safety, I don't see the first. Well, this is touchdown, I guess. So yeah. I don't see the first touchdown of this game being very easily earned. I imagine you know it's gonna take a couple plays and getting in the red zone, and. You know, the Eagles being a more rushing team 
and then you know the ability the Chiefs have to kind of create things on the goal line and create plays uh like the misdirection plays, uh, I just think rush would be the most likely thing. I see that someone driving down, having to kind of fight for it, and then, you know, blooping one in for a couple of yards. Yep, I'm going uh, rushing as well. You guys kind of covered it. The next one's one of my favorites. Um, I've never done one of these, but I saw it, and I'm putting it in. The over-under for the jersey number of the first touchdown score is 11.5. So I have it right here of the favorites for the first touchdown score. Um, Jalen Hurts and Travis Kelsey are – tied um and obviously they're on either side of that miles sanders and isaiah uh pacheco are second um and it goes they're on opposite spectrums of that and then it goes aj brown mckinnon they're on the lower side dallas goddard upper side Devontae smith lower scantling lower smith schuster lower tony higher gainwell higher mahomes higher scott higher more higher watson higher that's so crazy whatever whoever you think is going to score the first touchdown is their jersey number going to be higher than 11 and a half or lower than eleven. Yeah, I see. I think. Uh, I think it's over eleven and a half. Dude, I'm gonna go going over. Now this is this is. Who do you think the first touchdown scorer is? I think Kenny Gainwell. I do. Mm. He's had a fantastic playoff run. What number is he again? Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Here's, yeah, no, it's it's crazy because like that's for like the for that line, that's like that takes away if you go over that takes away Hurts. Um, takes away Smith and it takes away it, and it takes away AJ Brown. Like it but, takes all of those big it takes, so but going under it takes away Kelsey Sanders and oh wait, no, Goddard Mahomes. and Goddard and Goddard, Goddard and Mahomes. I don't know. Yeah, but see all the running backs are all uh over that. So that's why I I, I think they're well, going to run But it also this is like kind of the first year where this actually like you can kind of have this bet cuz like any before the the number switch oh, like yeah. the number rule switch it was you yeah. mean everybody was above you know, yeah, you had your set wide receiver. If you put it high enough set, yeah. to you know make sense for running backs and wide receivers, then it's way too high in the, yep. the lower. So this is actually, I think, really fun. Uh, but I don't know. I'm going to go under just because, you know, of the rule thing. And, like, it just seems like that's what more what's more likely to happen. Yeah, there's Some a ton guy, of like, single digits. Because you now. also have, you know, of course, Jalen Hurts, number one. And then the Eagles, like, they ha- the Eagles have a good amount of single digit guys, I, I think. Maybe I'm making that up, but and then the main thing is is why I want to go or wait hurts to go under a little bit is because even though the Chiefs have like you know or Valdez Scantling he's 11 so he right yeah he'd be under okay, so he's under so they they have him but then Patrick Mahomes is over but then they have Juju Smith Schuster but I don't see him scoring the first touchdown he he's under now but like the two a, best guys are over it's a I want to go line. under so bad but over is like. It, I mean, the Chiefs, the, basically most of their guys are over. But I, I'm going to stick to under just because I want to have fun and, you know, use this new rule as something to give me hope. I think Kelsey <laughs> scores the first touchdown, so yeah. I'm going to go over. Um, I think Kelsey has a really big game, um, but that's that's me. This is the first time a team has had not one but two weeks to prepare for it, or at least one of the, one of the top five defenses. I think that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, I can still see him having the game of his life, though. So, <laughs> We are going to go – this is players now, not teams. Um, three categories right here. Who is going to lead the game in passing yards? Who is going to lead the game in rushing yards? And who is going to gain the game in receiving yards? Uh, I'll start with r- passing yards. I'm going Mahomes. I'm going Mahomes. I'll go Mahomes as well. I think that's kind of a no-brainer. <laughs> um, rushing yards. I'm going Kenneth Gainwell. He's had a really strong postseason. Yeah, he's been the leader of the postseason. I like – what he's been doing 
Um, I'm going to go Jalen Hurts. I will also go Jalen Hurts because I think he's going to have to do a little bit more than he's had to so far. And receiving yards, I said already, I think Kelsey has a big I game. Think I Kelsey. think Kelsey has one of those. Um, like I pulled up I pulled up the box scores here. Um, the first Super Bowl, he did not have the biggest of games. Six catches, 43 yards, and a touchdown. The second one, um, he was the right-hand guy with 10 catches, 133. No touchdowns. I think he has a similar game to that with uh, double-digit catches over 100 yards. I'm going to go Kelsey. Yeah, I'm going to go Kelsey too just because I could see him – being the leader even if they lose i think that's a very likely situation we have the same three we have the same three yeah you're going kelsey as well yeah yeah and you said Gainwell was your rusher yep because i I wanted to say aj brown but i was like i don't know i could see him i think Devontae smith is going to be eagles leading that too i like him a lot he was i got him late in fantasy and he helped me out a few times yeah smitty all right the next one i also like the longest fourth down conversion of the game will it be over or under three and a half yards? Over, because I think either team will go for it if it's fourth. Like it's, will, if it's fourth and four, I do. Do they get it? Yeah, I do. You're They're going both, over? Yeah. I'll go over too, because the Chiefs are that team that just make stupid plays to get fourth yeah, down that like work. that. Yeah, and then the Eagles, I they I saw they were like four for four so far on fourth down. And then they're also crazy enough to go for it on something cra- like yep. super long. Nick so, Sirianni yeah. has no fear when it comes Absolutely. to that. I'm going to go under just to be different again. Just to be different. But just to be, be different. different. <laughs> I mean, just I could also different. say there's not a ton of fourth game, fourth downs in this game, too, unless it's, you know, the Chiefs. But then they probably gives them more time to convert. I don't know. This is The more I think about it, the more I get myself out of bets. So that's why I don't like <laughs> thinking about them. Just uh, next one, we have a couple more here to go. Who gets the first sack of the game? I'm going to go with the obvious one, Hassan Reddick. I'm going to have to think about this one a little bit more. Tansky. Um, I'm going to go Josh Sweat. I think uh, Hassan forces the pressure and Sweat's there to clean it up. I'm going to stick. We're all stuck in with Eagles, but I'm going to go Fletcher Cox. I think he'll get one. I just like when I hear his name. I don't. I, it just it rolls off the tongue yeah. nice. Fletcher, Fletcher Cox. Cox. I want. I, I will specify. It's the first person to get to a whole sack. So if someone yeah. splits a sack, it doesn't um, count. It would. They would have to have another half sack to get gotcha. the sack. That's why yeah, I like no, him I too. DT more more likely to get off. You know, break break off real fast and just. All right. So sweat. we're going Reddit Cox and Sweat. Interesting. I, I was not expecting Cox and Sweat to come out. I was expecting maybe a, a see Reddick, but uh, uh, like it would not surprise me if it's Reddick. I, I I don't know. I yeah. he, I feel like he has the best odds, so I went with him. Um, it's hard to talk about that when you have the sense of humor of uh, as a thirteen year old. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Joel. <laughs> That's uh, for the listener to figure out. Uh, who wins the Super Bowl MVP? I am going to go since I think the Eagles win. I will go Jalen Hurts and obviously the quarterback of the winning team. Yeah, I'm going Jalen Hurts too. Uh, yeah, I hate to keep doing this, but yeah, Jalen Hurts because I once again think the Eagles will win and he's their best you know, player. I, I, I'll mix it up then, and I will go AJ Brown. I, That's I, I, I was going to be my second. I want to I I like, be different. Yeah. I want to be different. Hey, don't sweat on Reddick if he has the game everyone's expecting. Uh, yeah, he could very win. Very true. So. Very true. It would be nice to see, you know. Defense, get it. Doesn't All right. happen too often. <laughs> Next one's another interesting one that I've seen a lot of people do. Um, the total points for each kicker is over under Ooh. seven and a half points. So that includes field goals is three, extra points is one, obviously. 
They both average on the season 8.2 points a game. Exactly. And I'm, I'm going to go over seven and a half. You're going over? Yeah, I'll go For over both? two. Like individually, each one. Oh, um, no, I'll go Elliot over that, and I'll go – but oh, it sucks that it's at seven and a half because I would say seven's the perfect one, so I guess I have to go under for Butker. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to flip that and go Butker over Just because they'll Elliot make – that's, that's what I'm doing. I think the Eagles go for it more in the – it down on that side. Of yeah, the field. I think out of I think the um, Chiefs are more like. I mean, this is crazy to say too, and I hope this isn't the worst soundbite of America uh, come Monday. But I think the Chiefs are going to be forced into more field goal type situations. So I think he they're going to. I think Butker have more of a chance to get more points. Gotcha. Yeah, and the last Super Bowl he had nine. He had all of their points in the Super Bowl there. Uh, Butker, that is. Uh, next one we've got four left. Here's the commercial one. Um, we did this last year. This did not happen until about the fourth or fifth commercial break. There's also some controversy. There was like a doll, um, like a baby doll that created some controversy in this question. The question is, what appears first in a commercial, baby or dog? And we are talking like not a doll, not a like an actual a, a baby. dog Living or baby. a baby. Um, if pump, puppy monkey baby were to make another reappearance, it would just be a, a, a just, just void. It happened at the same time. I would yeah. turn off the TV. Unless the dog like, appears its head in first like through a door or something but what appears first in a commercial this kept us on the edge of our seat during all commercials waiting waiting yeah now i'm gonna be i'm gonna be Uh, looking what appears first a baby or a dog this is hard i'm gonna go dog last year it was a dog but there was a doll that created no it was a baby it was a baby in the woods i forget what commercial i had it but it was a baby i'm gonna go dog i'm gonna go baby because i feel like babies are kind of a you know they're a a big focus right now you know there there was the 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 formula shortage and some the shortages i feel like the commercial is a big theme of commercials going to be trying to like hit home and yeah. maybe i don't know i, I just don't feel know. like dog like, like if they sh- I just show I like a, baby they just show a family it's just going to be the family young kids and a dog yeah. i don't know why i'm trying to give I, some real explanation i just like yeah, some baby. nice I just, an- baby or dog right there. baby break it down <laughs> i <laughs> i i want to see more dogs so i'm going to pick baby because i think it boosts my chance of yeah. uh seeing more dogs. i'm a big dog guy i'm a big dog guy me too you know, got that dog in me. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, we need that. Do- we need that dog to come out tomorrow night. Uh, yeah. What color? Uh, we got three left here. Two kind of we've already talked about, but what color will the Gatorade dump be? Lemon lime. So, I guess yellow. Yep. I'm gonna go purple. Wow! Wow! Off the <laughs> that one's like from from the rafters. Bro. Purple. <laughs> I'm gonna go blue. That's Blue Gatorade. I kind of that's like the one that almost never happens, right? Purple. Yeah, yeah. I kind of forgot about that when I say it, but like I said, when I hey, see these, I try grape, to picture it. Grape Gatorade's and actually really good. I, I was can drinking see, it yesterday. Like I can see for some reason in my head because Gatorade eye. purple, the Gatorade purple. It's not like it's like a weird like almost crystal purple. It's not like yeah, a solid. No, it's yeah, like no. so I can just see Sirianni getting dumped with a here's, giant here's, thing here's, of purple Gatorade. Here's my take on the whole Gatorade thing. They clearly have more than one color on the sideline. Definitely. So if there were to be a bet that was ever rigged do you? Do you by think, Vegas. Do you think they regulate yeah, well, that? They, they have different Vegas, they have different coolers. You think Vegas taps saying, in and they're like, you guys got to use this one. color. Yeah. You gotta I'm just one. saying. I'm just saying. I'm. Hey, <laughs> if if there were to be one that they could control, it'd be this one. It would very yeah. easily be this one. because Also because like, I feel like the Eagles, yes. they're facing a team that's red. I don't feel like they're not... <laughs> 
it's for some reason I feel like Sirianni's a you could go both ways with that. You could say we're not you we're not drinking fruit punch Gatorade. I know. Keep it with the lemon lime. I know. I know for a fact that um, the Chiefs I believe did not. Well, I'll go with the one that I know for a fact. Um, the Chiefs dumped orange when they won their Super Bowl on Andy Reid against the 49ers, and the Eagles I think it was. I don't. I think it was lemon lime. It was either lemon lime or I blue. I, I can't remember. I, I don't remember. Um, however, the NFC Championship game that was just lemon lime. Yeah. Yes. Um, the AFC. Not exactly sure on this one. I don't, I don't think I they dumped one, anything maybe on. Maybe well, it was below freezing, so I, I would don't hope they think didn't they do dumped that. anything on Andy. I Reed. don't think they um, wanted to do that. <laughs> it was yeah. so cold. Yeah. So, I mean, the Eagles had lemon lime on their sideline last game. Uh, Sean's going with lemon lime. I'm going with blue. I think You're going purple. I think my favorite clip. Or did, did you guys watch the uh, Ravens thirty for thirty when it came yeah. out the other day? Yeah. That might be my favorite Gatorade dump clip of all time. Is when they get Brian Billick yeah. and he's like, because his face, there's like his hair's flopping and yeah. his face is so <laughs> animated. Like he's so like surprised and like that's one of my favorite of yeah, all time. If you if you haven't seen that, listeners, I I encourage you to go out. Brian Billick Gatorade dump. It's great, great stuff. And then our last two questions kind of go together. It is who wins the game and who covers the spread. Eagles two and a half. I am going to be rooting for the Chiefs, so I don't think that they win, but I'm going to go that the Chiefs win just to give me a reason to root for them. Actually, no, I'll go. I think Eagles win, Chiefs cover. That way there you go. I could I could get they both. They do say maybe. good teams win, great teams cover. Yeah, so. yeah that's, that's what they say. <laughs> Chiefs are pretty great. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll go – I'll go um, – well, I said Eagles 14, so I'll, I'll kind of stick to that and just go Eagles Eagles, both ways. Because I think if they win, it's not going to be a field goal. I think if they win, it'll be – I'm with Joel. It's yeah. I, the Eagles win and they cover. All right, so we are heavy Eagles. Can't wait to see how wrong I am. I know, this is going to be so fun. Cannot like, wait to no, I can't wait to see when they, it actually is purple and yeah. you win. It's going to be I'm like, oh, or my the, God. Or, or another snap goes over Patrick Mahomes' head for a safety. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, is a, it is a defensive safety at the beginning I, of the game. I, <laughs> I do want to throw out that here on TNT, we do not endorse sports betting, nope. nor do we give advice on uh, sports betting at all. These nope. are just yes. fun picks. Keep your um, money, people. Keep yes. your money. Keep your uh, money. Unless you don't want to. I mean, yeah. hey. If you are of age and you hate money, then go, yeah, go, right, go ahead. right ahead. Uh, but, no, this has been our Super Bowl episode. And, Joel, it's been really fun having yeah, you man. on. Yes, dude, it's been so on. fun. Uh, we'll have to have you back on at some point definitely. after the Super Bowl. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know, kind of talk about it. Especially if you win, you'll definitely after, be required I'll to be come bearing, back on. I'll bring Purple Gatorade yeah, for everybody. Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah, that'll <laughs> be a good, good one. I'm telling you, it's good. It is. It's one of my favorite flavors. Yeah, purple. Purple stuff's good. Purple's not bad. Purple. It's really I mean, strong. it's not no, really it's a no bad blue. Gatorade flavor. It's though, no blue. But is blue your favorite Gatorade? Blue is clearly the glacier blue. That's it's not the cool blue. It's one, so right? common though. Yeah. I've had it is so it, many is that, times. It's like the light blue. Yeah, that one's better than cool. I like cool blue, but the lighter yeah, blue. Glacier better. blue is by far the yeah. best blue. I have blue some Gatorade at home. I think I might <laughs> drink some when I get back. Hey, gotta replenish those electrolytes. Yeah, it's an important part, especially with the game coming up tomorrow. Definitely. United two. Definitely. I will remember to bring Gatorade and my water this time. Oh, yeah. I completely Did you know he forgot it. his water last game? We had I a basketball did. game. Didn't bring any water. <laughs> you had to run. I had to no, run at halftime to go to the sink. To drink. Yeah. I'm like, I'm I not, do that I'm all the time. Though. I forget water. Yeah, I don't know how you don't bring water. But uh, from the U92 <laughs> podcast studio, this has been a good one. We had Joel Butcher here. Thanks for joining oh, us, man. man. Thanks for having me. This has been really entertaining. It's been a great episode of Super Bowl Picks. And uh, that'll do it for today. Peace. Thanks for watching. Listen, I did it again. Every day I spend my time drinking.
Slow 